Welcome to Buy My Own Lights podcast. My name is Rachel, and I am the creator and host of this ultimate vulnerability project. I know it's cliche to say, but I truly am so glad you're here. This podcast started as a place to reflect on the light and adversity throughout my life. I believe that the world needs all kinds of kinds, and we should live a life according to our own lights with a heavy emphasis on light. I want more light in the world, and sometimes when life happens, it's hard to see the light in it. But if you look, you will find it. So my daughter is in the first grade this year. And with the current state of things and, well, you know, a global pandemic, the teachers at our school have been facing some pretty different challenges. One of the challenges is this year they have a lack of parent volunteers in the classroom. To mitigate virus exposure, parents haven't been able to volunteer in the classrooms as they did in previous years and the teachers have been carrying a pretty heavy burden. My daughter's teacher asked us parents for some distance help by creating a video devotional around their school's theme of Make It Count. So I did what I assume others have done, and I googled how to make a devotional for first graders. And then dozens upon dozens of brilliant videos by skilled creators popped up And so my logical next step was to close my web browser and say, nope, I can't create that and walk away, which I did until I decided to put on my big girl mama panties and give it a real shot. So while looking for a Bible verse that I can explain to seven and eight year olds, I came across Matthew chapter five, verse 15 and 16. Now, Before you think this is going to be all Jesus-y, it's not. Don't worry. Because again, I believe there's all kinds of kinds, and just because I believe in something, I don't expect you to. But I think this is applicable and poignant no matter what your beliefs and what your faith is. And not only that, the verse is about shining your light. So duh, of course I had to share it with you here. So as I was creating this first grade friendly video, I wanted to focus on the importance of being light, being light for others through being a good friend, loving others, being kind, and having a posture towards service. So I began recording the video in a room with the lights shut off and it was completely dark. And I talked about how sometimes being in the dark is scary You can't see what's around you, and it could make you feel paralyzed. And suddenly, I felt like I was preaching to myself. I thought about when it's dark in my house and how my movements slow down. All of a sudden, I can't remember where the walls are and how many toys were left out and where in the house these little landmines were hiding, and how many actual steps are on my staircase. So in response, I just stop moving, and I start to reach my arms out and take these little baby steps, feeling around for the nearest light switch 
so I can return to normal movement. I know you can relate. I know of very few people that walk full speed through a dark alley or even a dark hallway in their home. The darkness is startling and can cause us to question our reality and what we know to be true. I know every inch of my house, and almost without thought or sight, I can maneuver through the square footage without incident. But when the lights are out, I start to think, wait, how far is the staircase from here? I know I took the laundry basket out of the hallway earlier, but did I really? Am I about to trip over it now? So I began reflecting on the ways that I respond when I feel like I'm surrounded by emotional darkness. Surprise, surprise, I respond in very similar ways. Now, when I say emotional darkness, I'm referring to the things that make me feel alone or worried, scared, anxious, in danger, pessimistic, or the like. And lately, I have found myself in a state of emotional darkness, and I have been paying close attention to my behaviors around it. I find myself frightened to a point that tears fall, or paralyzed to where I feel like throwing my hands up in the air and saying, I give up. This is hopeless. And often, like the ground I'm standing on is unsteady and may crumble beneath my feet. And when I feel this way, I become unpredictable in a very predictable manner. The tricky thing with physical darkness is we can't rely on our eyes, and so our other senses get triggered to start working harder. And when you're used to relying on your eyes, the shift could be quite startling. My eyes do most of the legwork when it comes to providing data to my brain for risk assessment. And when I don't see an immediate danger, my eyes tell my brain that I'm safe and that I can relax. My other senses seem to work a little differently. Like they're on vacation from the task of making risk assessments. They seem to focus more on adding color to my world. Like when I feel a soft blanket, I feel comfort and warmth. Or if I taste food, it just tells me whether I like it or not. I don't ever take a bite of something and immediately go, oh, this is dangerous, because that's not how that sense works. My eyes are constantly evaluating my surroundings, making assessments and telling my brain how to respond before I move any further toward what I am viewing. So when the lights go out, my other senses go into a panic and scurry about trying to determine who of them is responsible for alerting me of danger. I envision the scene in the movie Inside Out, when Joy is no longer in control of little Riley, and the other emotions start to freak out because they don't know what to do. They've never had to take the lead role for too long, and they can't rely on their abilities to keep Riley balanced. Joy was the leader in Riley's emotions, and she carried the burden of directing the other emotions. Because I have had sight, that sense has taken the lead in guiding my physical movements. Though it has failed me before and caused me to walk into a pole a time or two. 
And without my sight, my senses either rush around and send confusing signals to my brain as they work out of class, or they freeze out of fear and struggle to determine what signals are important to be sent to my brain. So in darkness, I freeze. Of course, when my senses are quiet or indiscernible, my emotions rev up their engines and take control. And my emotions are impulsive characters and often very ill-equipped of logic and rationale. In light, I feel like I know more. But in darkness, I feel more. I feel more unsure of the things I thought I knew to be true. I feel more scared of the things that lay in wait in front of me that I can't see. And I feel more anxious about the next move I make, or I feel more loneliness as I do not know who is with me. And I sure as hell feel more emptiness because I can't see what is filling up my life. Whether it's physical darkness or emotional darkness, the feelings are the same, and so are the consequences. I am no good to my family when I'm in darkness. My paralyzing fear does not serve them. My anxious outbursts through anger don't serve them, and my feelings of isolation do not tell them I am with them. So staying in darkness is not an option for me. In the video I made for my kids' first grade class, I talked about how it is up to us to be light for ourselves and others. Again, I was preaching to myself here. And in a previous episode, I talked about chasing the light when darkness is around. And really, when you're struggling to be the light, the next best thing is to chase the light. But this episode, I'm going to focus on why it's important to be the light and how to find your light. When the lights are on in my home, I can see clearly what is surrounding me. I can see the household chores that need to be addressed, and I can see my family members beside me. There's a sense of peace and comfort that comes with knowing what's in front of me and that I can make the choice to respond to it all comfortably. When I'm filled with light, I feel at peace and able to respond to life. I'm in complete comfort. So what does it mean to be filled with light? Well, according to my own lights, I believe it means you have faith in something that is greater than you. For me, it's God. For you, it may be a specific philosophy or political belief. Maybe it's just a general spiritual belief. None of them are wrong. They all lead to the same thing of humility and hope, and it's something that we can't easily touch with our hands or see with our eyes. I also believe that being filled with light means that we're open-minded and have a servant's heart. We have seen too much lately how our words and our stances on social or political issues leave little room to hear each other out and end up creating a great divide between us all. Having an open mind just says that I am willing to hear you and not apply a filter of my own preconceived notions and past experiences to what you are saying. Because I don't know what your filters are, and it's not my place to apply mine. 
it costs me and my beliefs absolutely nothing to hear yours with compassion. When I say having a servant's heart, all I mean is when you're engaging with others, are you able to set your wants and needs aside to see what others may need from you and to provide them with what you can? You don't have to serve others on some grandiose scale to have an active heart based in servitude. I know you give so much of your time to work hard and to earn money for you and your family. And I know you have to have your cup filled before you have anything to pour out for others. So I'm not saying to sacrifice what's in your cup that's designated for you. But are you actively filling up your cup with the intention to pour out onto others? Do you have a mindset that you earn enough money to provide for your family and to give? Are you intentional with the time you spend with your family so you can spend some intentional time serving others? And do you go to therapy or take self-care steps so you don't have to rely on those that need you to fix you? Our cups are meant to run over, so stop frantically drinking from it when it pours over. Let it make a mess. Let it make a mess with the good that has been given to you in your life and let it get all over the place. Lastly, to be full of light, I believe you should be courageous. Do scary things and celebrate your victories. We evolve as people when we overcome obstacles and are faced with our discomfort. Being courageous keeps the scary things from becoming paralyzing, and it gives us the chance to be good examples of everyday superheroes for others that are still finding their courage. We have learned this last year that life can get really hard and really scary really quickly. We don't have time to wait to be brave. Your families need you to be brave now. At the end of the video I created for my kids' class, I asked the question, what happens when you bring light into darkness? And yes, it was an obvious question with a very obvious answer, but it was worth stating because I think the impact sometimes isn't so obvious. My invitation to you today is simple. Get your flashlights, go to a darkened room in your home, and take a seat. This may be a while. I want you to envision all the crap that you've been carrying. Envision all the burdens you have been facing and feel all the emotions that have paralyzed you. And only when you get to a breaking point, turn on the light and then look around you and see that those emotions, those burdens, they don't stop you from making the choice to turn your lights on. Just because darkness has crept in, it doesn't mean your light is gone. We are created with light. And over time, we grow that light to reach out to others that are in darkness. We get to become their reminder that they are equipped with light too.
Hey, if you liked this episode, be sure to leave a comment or share it with a friend. We're still a very young podcast, so your support and encouragement doesn't go unnoticed. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find additional content on our YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash by my own lights or our website at bymyownlights.com.